Hi, my name is Kevin Vozar, vacation property professional, travel enthusiast, financial planner and investment advisor, dog and cat lover, and now the host of the CFY podcast, brought to you by Cabins for You, a vacation rental management company born in the heart of the Smokies in Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. With over 20 years of experience in the vacation industry, CFY's podcast will cover all aspects of travel and vacation rentals for both travelers and vacation property owners. If you've got itchy feet, are planning a vacation, want to jump into the vacation rental business, or just want to learn more about the travel industry, stick around. It's about to get good. Hi, this is Kevin Vozar, your host for the CFY podcast, CFY Cabins for You, where it's great to stay, play, and get paid. You know, this past week, I had to replace my home's HVAC system. It was pretty old. Um, my house was built in the, the late 80s, and we've lived in it currently for the past eight years. And over those eight years, I've had to replace several capacitors on the outside unit. If you don't know what that is, that's a, uh, a little battery-like device that helps to kick off the compressor and fan on your outdoor unit, and sometimes they go bad. So over the last few years, I've had to replace three of those. Um, a blower motor in my air handler, uh, plus little odds and ends over the past eight years. Well, uh, about a week ago, it finally died. And so I had our uh, friendly HVAC tech come out and uh, rip everything out and you know put everything back in, even having to replace a little plywood underfloor where this old unit had been had over the years prior to us, you know, the condensation pan and pipe had clogged and, and not drained properly. Of course, it rotted the uh, the subfloor. Fortunately for us, not the floor joist, so they had to go in there and pull everything out of where the, in the laundry room where the air handler was and pull everything out, the subfloor out, and replace the subfloor and then do the air conditioning unit. I'm very happy that I was able to get this done and accomplished now. Uh, even though this occurred, the air conditioning outage occurred during the heat of August. I'm one of the hottest August we've had in a long time, but I'm very glad we were able to get accomplished and we had a great AC tech and company to be able to do that for us. But it got me thinking about cabin and vacation rental property owners and the systems that are in your property. And how old are they? How uh, are they? Are they energy efficient? Are they performing at the level they need to be? You know, in a past podcast, I talked about some of the expenses that a vacation property owner can expect to pay for. With some, uh, they have to pay for all of these. For others who are being managed by a professional management company, like Cabins for You, uh, a great many fees and charges are are taken care of. But one of the things that I did talk about in this past episode were was about big ticket system items. You know, we're talking about appliances, stoves, refrigerators, dishwashers washers and dryers, things like that, you know, kitchen-type appliances, hot water heaters, certainly HVAC systems, electrical roofs, flooring, uh, structural-type things. 
But I want to focus a little bit today. Today's uh, episode is going to be maybe just a touch shorter because I want to talk about, you know, those those appliance, those big ticket, you know, things that use electricity and water and what you should be looking out for when you are, you know, visiting your property or maybe having it uh, reinspected by a professional property inspector. Keep in mind that if you are self-managing, obviously doing these types of property inspections is on you and, and you really do need to, on a regular basis, at least annually, if not every 18 months or so, hire a professional property inspector. Let them dig around the house. Let them get in the crawl space. Let them get in the attic. Let them look at all of your appliance and things like that. You know, for a few hundred dollars to have a professional and licensed and insured inspector do that could really be worth its weight in gold because even using a property management company, um, generally speaking, um, we can look at things, um, and, and not just well, I'm not just talking about cabinetry. I'm talking about any property management company. We can send people in and look at things, but we don't have, in most cases, the expertise to look at the things that uh, that a that a licensed and insured property inspector might look at or might be able to identify that we just don't see just because we don't have a have the experience or point of reference to know what we're looking at. Sure, we can see a leak. That that's easy. But to determine whether or not the leak is something that is from a system that should be replaced or repaired, probably not. So it would I would highly encourage you that if you are currently self-managing your property, make sure you get it inspected on a regular basis. Because unless you are a builder or an inspector yourself, chances are you're like the rest of us. You can see things. But you can't really see things. When was the last time you were in your crawl space rooting around, looking at the ductwork, looking at the plumbing and the wiring down there? When was the last time you were in your attic um, to see if there were squirrels or raccoons or, or other pesky pests gnawing on wiring? Um, I'd be willing to bet probably it's either been a long time or frankly never. So do that. But when we start talking about... Um, systems like the things that use electricity and water in your vacation property you know we're going to start talking about things like let's start with the first and the easiest one and that's you know those are your kitchen appliances obviously the kitchen appliances serve two purposes for you as the vacation property owner or as a prospective vacation property owner in that they provide a service for yourself when you're using the property and your guests. So, you know, the stove needs to work. The eyes on the stove and the oven need to work, obviously. The dishwasher, the refrigerator. Um, these are all things that need to work to serve their function in the kitchen. But they also serve a marketing function. Um, when we do web traffic studies, uh, we notice that the page that is spent most time on in our website is the kitchen and it's no secret that roughly 80 percent of the people who book our cabins are female um and again i'm not trying to equate women in kitchen that that's not what i'm doing i'm trying to just talk about the you know the the, the actual aspects of website marketing of a vacation rental property so if they're looking if if people are looking at a kitchen 
more than any other rooms on the picture portfolio on the website, then it stands to reason that, you know, that good looking appliances are part of the mix. So if you have mix-matched appliances, maybe a white refrigerator and a stainless dishwasher and a black stove um, uh, and, and cook type, you know, perhaps that doesn't, even though they're working and they're functioning properly, but it doesn't aesthetically looking pleasing to the person who is looking at the cabin to book. You know, they're looking at something like, wow, you know, that it just doesn't look right to them. Again, aesthetics means something in marketing, especially in vacation rental properties. So these things do serve two purposes. Again, the kitchens, the big kitchen items, you're going to want to make sure obviously they work um, and also that they match. I know that sounds so, you know, sophomoric, okay, but it, it is meaningful that they match. Not only that they match that, you know, the coffee maker and, and the other small appliances that might be on the, co- on the counter match as well. Uh, I, you know, again, I know it sounds silly, but it is meaningful for people who are looking more at kitchens than perhaps bedrooms for those things to, to match and work. <clears throat> but how old? Let's talk about your rental property. How old? are those kitchen appliances you know in your home because the way you take care of them and the way you might use these items you could have appliances that might last for decades but in a vacation rental property nobody really knows how these appliances are being used by your guest so frankly um, other than the aesthetic uh, appeal of these appliances. It's the functionality on them. So you're going to want to take a look at, you know, the next time you're in your property or your property inspector or ask your management company to go in and really look and make sure that these are working as well and as efficiently as possible. Also keep in mind that if you have something that is 12, 15 years old or maybe even longer, you look at the energy efficiency my old air conditioning unit uh, was, I think, a, a Sear Zero. <laughs> you know, they, they came up with, uh, during the Clinton administration, the Sear ratings of, of, of appliances and, and of, of air conditioners. And now you can buy a Sear 14. That's S-E-E-R if you want to look it up on the Internet. So I basically went from a Sear single digit to a Sear 14. So... According to the experts, I should see a 35 to 45% increase in my energy efficiency and lower electric bills. Now, I like lower electric bills, so, and I'm sure you do too. So, if perhaps replacing, you know, old, not aesthetically pleasing appliances in your kitchen can serve twofold. One, it's going to make your kitchen look more updated and modern and more appeal to the person who's booking it. And two, it's going to last longer. You're going to get a new warranty. And three, perhaps something is going to be more energy efficient and it's going to allow you to have lower electric bills when you're booking your cabin 260, 280 nights a year and they're running everything. So again, there are some benefits in the kitchen. Let's look now at the hot water heater. Hot water heaters are strange creatures. Obviously, there's gas 
hot water heaters, which depending on where your property is, that you may not have natural gas. Uh, propane is not the greatest of a propane tank for a hot water heater just simply because I don't think you can have enough capacity in a tank to run a hot water heater, especially a tankless hot water heater, and also size and capacity. When you purchased your vacation rental property, you're thinking about purchasing one. How many bedrooms does it have? How many people are you intending to sleep? Because I bet when it was originally built, it was the hot water heater that was put in there was designed for the number of bedrooms that it has. So if it's a three-bedroom, two-bath, it was designed for probably six people, you know, the bathrooms, and you probably have a 40, maybe 50-gallon hot water heater. But if you've decided to put in some sofa beds or some futons or some bunk beds and you're increasing the sleeping capacity of the property that you're running, it could be that the hot water capacity is not going to keep up. I'm a big fan of three to three and a half people per bathroom. Um, and that way you're not stressing out the hot water. If you're on a septic, you're not you know stressing out your septic system. Uh, but it's it's important to know that if you are this if you're buying something and you want to sleep more uh, than it was originally frankly designed for, perhaps you should upgrade your hot water heater or maybe add a second one in series. Again, check with a plumber to see what your capacity is. And also, here's something for you: How old is your hot water heater? Do you even know? If it's brand new, great, fantastic. But if you don't know how old your hot water heater is, or frankly, if you've never even seen it because it's under the house in a crawl space or it's in some closet somewhere that you haven't looked at for a while, you have to ask yourself, you know, what is the quality of my water? Is there a lot of sediment at the bottom of my hot water heater? When was the last time it was flushed? Should it be flushed? Um, these are all things that, that you should take in consideration because these are going to contribute to the lifespan of the hot water heater. Again, the last thing that you want is to get a call in the middle of the night from a guest. You're living in Florida, you're living in Texas, and you've got a property in the Tennessee Smokies or in the North Georgia mountains. And the guest calls and says, hey, there's no hot water. We need hot water. We can't take showers. We can't take baths. We can't, you know, wash clothes, whatever it is that they need to do. What are you going to do? You know, obviously you can call a plumber and say, well, I can't do anything till the next morning. And if it's a Saturday and it's Sunday trying to get somebody out there. No, you know, you can't pre prevent those unexpected system failures, but you can do a lot to maybe help mitigate by having them inspected and looked at and taking an active interest in are the things that are in my property really running and efficient. And again, you've got new energy standards. Some of the new hot water heaters uh, are a little bit more energy efficient than some of the older ones. And you could see a small savings on your electric bill or if you have gas on your gas bill. So that's the hot water heater. And then last but not least is the dreaded HVAC system, your heating and air conditioning system. Now, you might have, you know, what we would refer to as a central heat and air. You might have a heat pump. You might have a combination of those and mini splits throughout the property and uh, maybe even some window units. Uh, I don't know what your particular setup is. 
but I bet you could find a local HVAC company whom for 120 to 200 bucks a year will do a twice a year inspection to ensure things like the uh, the coils and the air handler are clean. Make sure that the condensation drain, the pan and the drain are cleaned. Make sure that if you have a mini split, that those have drains too. Okay, they're no different than your central heat and air, except they're smaller. They're mounted on the wall, and they go through the wall to an outside compressor unit. Make sure those have the drains are routed properly. We had uh, a situation the other day where um, a mini split was leaking. It was installed in a family room. The TV was in there as well, and it started leaking condensation on the television set. Now, this was a 70-inch you know, flat screen. This is not a, an inexpensive television set. But come to find out that when we sent the HVAC tech out there, the drain had not been routed properly, that it was actually starting to back up and drain into the property itself. So you had to open up the, you know, the, where the wall was and make sure it got routed properly. It was, a, it was a, not a super huge project, but it was an inconvenient project for both the owner and for the guest. Now, it's been resolved and it's draining properly. Now, unfortunately, the TV wasn't ruined. But these are all examples of why you really need to have somebody that's licensed and insured and highly experienced and with a great reputation to come in and inspect your system. I and, 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 and teams from property manager, management companies can go in and they can look and see if there's a leak. They can feel the vents to see if there's airflow. They can ensure that the air filters are changed regularly. But we generally can't see if the coils are clean. We generally can't see if it's a proper freon amount. We generally can't tell if there's a small little pinhole leak somewhere or if the compressor is working you know, properly or that the blower motor is blowing properly. We, we, we can't identify those things. A licensed and insured you know, heating and air conditioning company in tech can do those for you, and I would highly recommend that you do it. And again, if you, have a, if, if you don't know how old your air conditioning system and your heating system is in your vacation rental property, then chances are it's real old. <laughs> so unless you know for sure, and again, you could be stuck with some system that is pretty long in tooth, that's getting ready to die or will die soon. It's got a sear rating of negative four. And you're wondering why in the summertime and the wintertime your heating bills as opposed to spring and fall go from two hundred to two, you know, and two fifty a, a month to six hundred dollars a month. You're saying, How can we reduce? I mean, well, I'll put a new, you know, web enabled thermostat on and I'll set the upper limits and the lower limits so that the guests can't, you know, crank it way up or way down. That can go that can help a little bit. But if the system itself is inefficient, if, if the coil is clogged, if there are ductwork issues, any number of things that are, could cause your electric bill to go up because of your heating and air conditioning system. So do yourself a favor. Have it checked. Have it checked, uh, you know, before winter, you know, uh, September, you know, October is a great time to have it checked before winter kicks in. And then obviously in uh, March, you know, April, have it checked for the summer. 
Uh, it's a small expense to ensure that you're not getting a call in the middle of the night saying, hey, it's 95 degrees and there's no air conditioning. Or, hey, it's 22 degrees outside and my family's freezing to death. Get somebody out here quick. Have you ever known, have you ever called a technician and asked him, hey, my air conditioning's broke. Can you come out here quick? Uh, <laughs> I think sometimes some of these techs' idea of, of quick and our idea of quick are, are two completely different things. Uh, they're great folks, uh, but they have a lot of jobs and have a lot of people calling them. So don't be stuck in the we'll get there as soon as we can mode. Be proactive. Have these things looked at. Have your kitchen appliances looked at, your hot water heater looked at, and your HVAC system looked at on a regular basis. You'll be glad you did. And you know what? And if you have to replace something, you got to replace something. That's the cost of doing business. Uh, and chances are you're going to not like... You're not going to like the expense that you, you lay out. But once it's done, you're going to feel relieved and happy. If you have any questions about this or perhaps my experience, please email me at kvozar at cabinsforyou.com. Thank you very much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please uh, hit like, subscribe, join on whatever podcast platform that you're listening to this on. And we really do appreciate your listening to this and hope that what we're putting out is something that you find usable and practical. And it's going to help you as a vacation rental property owner. Thanks again for listening. This is Kevin Vozar for the CFY Podcast. CFY, cabins for you where you can stay, play, and get paid. Have a great day and God bless. Hey folks, thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing or sharing with a friend. And tune in next time for the latest episode of the CFY Podcast. Until then, feel free to visit our website, cabins4u.com, where you can plan your next vacation, you can book 24-7 and learn more about our vacation rental management program. Till next time, see ya and have safe travel.